0: Hello, and welcome to the Accelerate State of DevOps 2023. My name is Nathan Harvey. I'm a developer advocate with Dora and Google Cloud. No matter what industry you work in or the size of your organization, I believe it's safe to say that you work in a technology-driven organization with a focus on creating great experiences for your customers. Technology drives those great experiences. So how can your organization optimize value delivery from investment in technology and technologists? Well, you're going to need a way to assess how you're doing today and then identify areas to invest and make improvements. And you'll also need a feedback loop to tell you how you're progressing. Of course, you want to build the organizational muscles required to repeat this over time. In short, you'll need to get better at getting better. And this is where DORA can help. No, 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 not this DORA. Or the Digital Operational Resilience Act, not this one either, although that is going to be important. Uh, How about this one, the Designated Outdoor Refreshment Area? No, not this one, though it does look like Ohio knows how to have a lot of fun, but we'll save that for later. No, I'm talking about DORA. DevOps research and assessment. But I don't need you to think of what does DORA mean. Maybe instead just think of DORA as improving technology-driven teams, or better yet, DORA helps you get better at getting better. All right, let's dive into the 2023 report. Before we go any further though, I want to make sure you have the report. So, Head on over to dora.dev slash report and download your own copy of the Accelerate State of DevOps report now. Are you heading there? Uh, make sure you are. I wanna make sure you have the entire report before we go on. All right, once again, that's dora.dev slash report. Now look, today is not a comprehensive review of the report, but it's okay, because you've just downloaded it. We will touch on some key highlights though. So let's jump right into the agenda. Of course, it will come as a surprise to no one that we're going to start with something that's top of mind for a lot of people in the industry today, artificial intelligence. There's a lot of enthusiasm about the potential of AI development tools. In fact, this year we asked, what is the importance of the role of AI in a number of different tasks? Are you incorporating some AI into the tasks that you do to build, deliver, and operate software? Well, we see that most of the people, a majority of the people, are incorporating at least some AI into the tasks that we talked about. And in fact, the use of AI is showing moderate improvements to employee well being. This makes a lot of sense. As an engineer, I want to play with all of the latest and greatest technology. AI truly is transforming the way that I interact with my work and get my work done. However, although AI has been introduced, we aren't yet seeing it have significant impact. We anticipate that it's going to take some time for AI powered tools to come into widespread and coordinated use in the industry. So when we think about your team, how does your team compare to our sample set? Well, b- before we get to comparisons, we should note that we received good participation in this year's survey from a variety of industries and organizations types. So thank you so much for that. I also just want to drop a small warning here. The best comparisons are not your team to another team in your industry, or even your team to another team in a different industry. No, in fact, the best comparisons will be to your team over time. How is your team doing today relative to three months ago, relative to six months ago, and relative to three, six, nine, 12 months from now? Okay, but also when we think about comparisons, we have to think about how do we measure? So for a long time, Dora has used a set of key metrics for us to measure software delivery performance. Dora, you might say is well known for these four key measures of software delivery performance. In fact, the measures have become pretty standard within the industry, known by and referenced uh, by analysts, software vendors, and folks like you. So what are these four key measures? Well, these are measures of how do we get software from the developer's workstation all the way through to production. And we ask these four questions. First, how long does it take from committed to deployed? Second, how frequently are we deploying changes into production? And then when we do deploy those changes, how frequently are they failing? We have to roll those changes back or push forward a hotfix. And when that happens, when we need to roll the changes back or push forward a hotfix, how long does it take us to recover? From some incident that may have been introduced by our deployment. Now, taken together, these four measures can be used to measure any type of technology that we're building and making available to customers. We can use these throughput and stability measures to really understand how we are doing as a team. In fact, when we look at our survey responses from 2023, what we're able to do is look across all four of these measures and understand how our team's doing. And what we find is four clusters of performance across those four measures. Like always, applications in each cluster exhibit similar performance characteristics, and each cluster is sufficiently different than the others. This year, when we looked at our data, four distinct clusters emerged. Low medium, high, and delete. What we see is that top performing applications are able to get a change from a developer's workstation through to production in less than one day. They tend to be deploying on demand and those ro- deployments do not require immediate fixing at least about 95% of the time. But when they do need immediate attention, service is usually restored, recovered back to normal with our users in less than an hour. That's great. So our top performers are performing really well across all four of those metrics. The lowest performers have a lot of opportunity for improvement across all four of those metrics. But these metrics alone aren't enough because the real question once you understand how you're doing is how do you improve? And this is where Dora's research really steps in and provides a ton of value to you. Our research looks at a number of different capabilities that are predictive of better software delivery and operations performance. We look into cultural issues or cultural capabilities, process capabilities, and technical capabilities. All of these that we see predict performance. And that prediction of performance, of course, drives through to organizational outcomes, the things that we actually care about at the end of the day, things like our organizational performance and the well-being of folks on our team. Okay. With those capabilities in mind, let's take a look at some of the key takeaways from this year's report. First, improving all of the technology process and capabilities won't help you succeed unless you have a healthy culture. Culture is a thing that is difficult to measure and evaluate. We used a number of different measures to get a sense of an organizational's culture. We looked at things like Westrum's topology of organizational cultures, employee flexibility, and knowledge sharing to help evaluate culture. We also looked at how user-centric is a team, the stability of the environment, and how work is distributed across teams. We find that culture is a key driver of employees' well-being and organizational performance. Indeed, it leads to meaningful increases in team performance, organizational performance, software delivery performance, and operational performance. A healthy culture can help reduce burnout, increase productivity, and increase job satisfaction. A healthy organizational culture can also help teams be more successful at implementing technical capabilities associated with those improved outcomes. We find that teams with a performance-oriented culture have 30% higher organizational performance, and that high levels of job security lead to about a 61% reduction in burnout relative to those teams with low levels of job security. And fast, stable, reliable, all of this is great. But if you don't know who you're building for, the organization, the team, and the employees will struggle. Focusing on the user leads to 20% higher job satisfaction and teams that focus on the users have 40% higher organizational performance. This is pretty powerful. What else can we do though besides focusing on the user and having a great culture? What else can we do? Well, one thing that we can also do is documentation. In fact, we find that quality documentation drives key outcomes impacting team performance, organizational performance, and operational performance. Quality documentation not only leads to favorable outcomes and the establishment of technical capabilities, but it provides the grounds for those technical capabilities to truly have an impact. trunk based development, for example, is estimated to have about 12.8 times more impact on organizational performance when high quality documentation is in place. And high quality documentation itself leads to about a 25% higher team performance. Beyond documentation, we also looked at the flexibility of your infrastructure. We know that flexible infrastructure matters. And we know that cloud computing is beneficial because it creates flexible infrastructure. In fact, to get the most out of the cloud, the key is to take advantage of the differentiating characteristics and capabilities that cloud has to offer. Things like on-demand self-service, broad network access, resource pooling, rapid elasticity, and a measured service. It all boils down to how you implement the cloud. In fact, we see decreased software delivery and operations performance for cloud users that aren't taking advantage of the flexibility that cloud enables. In other words, they're just using the cloud, but they haven't actually changed how things are working on the cloud. From a cultural perspective, cloud leads to a substantial decrease in burnout, increases in job satisfaction, and productivity. And we also find that using a public cloud leads to a 22% increase in infrastructure flexibility relative to not using the cloud at all. So cloud is truly an enabler of flexible infrastructure. Flexible infrastructures themselves lead to 30% higher organizational performance and substantial increases in team and software delivery performance and increases in operational performance as well. So when we think about the cloud, just remember that cloud with a flexible infrastructure leads to improved outcomes. But using cloud without a flexible infrastructure actually probably will lead to lower outcomes. The best performance comes through that flexibility. Of course, we also care about the people in our system. We looked at how work is distributed across teams. We found that people who identify as underrepresented experience higher burnout. In fact, these respondents have about 24% more burnout, and that people who identified it as underrepresented do about 29% more repetitive work than those who do not. So when we think about that, it's not to say that repetitive work is the only contributor to burnout, but it is something that gives us insight that maybe that repetitive work is being unevenly distributed across our teams. We should look for opportunities to better distribute work and by doing so potentially decrease the amount of Uh, of um, repetitive work that some people have to do while increasing their job satisfaction and decreasing the potential for burnout. So just to recap very quickly here, what we found in this year's report. First, healthy culture. All the tech, the processes and the capabilities won't get you far with an unhealthy culture. Second, user centricity fast stable and reliable is great but if you don't know who you're building for the organization the team and the employees might struggle internal documentation and in fact quality documentation not only leads to favorable outcomes and the establishment of those technical capabilities but it provides the grounds for those technical capabilities to truly have an impact Next, creating a flexible infrastructure is how cloud computing differentiates itself. And finally, those that identified as underrepresented or women or those that self-described their gender, they tend to have higher levels of burnout, which toil and less recognized work may be contributing to that burnout. So watch out, make sure that you're distributing work evenly across your team in an equitable nature that allows everyone on your team to truly shine. Of course, there are certainly more insights throughout the entire report, and we're looking forward to continuing our discussion around what we're finding. And by the way, I should mention that this year we saw participation from around the world. Well, every year we see participation from around the world, but this year we also saw a 3.6 increase in the total number of responses compared to last year. These additional responses, this additional data allows us to go much deeper into the capabilities and, and techniques that teams are using. We can find different and better pathways to really understand what capabilities are predictive of of improved performance. Also, the respondents this year were generally more experienced and came from larger organizations than from last year. And as I said, this increase in data allows for that deeper analysis. Our hope is that these insights will give leaders and practitioners like yourselves a sense of where they can make an impact. But speaking of making an impact, you cannot improve alone. In fact, we can learn from each other's experience. And an excellent forum for sharing and learning about improvement initiatives is the Dora.community site. So I invite all of you to continue this conversation by joining the Dora community of practice at Dora.community. So with that, I'd like to close, and thank you for having me. What questions do you have? What surprised you the most? Oh, and if you haven't yet, here's one more chance where you can find the full report. Head on over to dora.dev report to download the latest in Dora's research. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Bye-bye.